Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I always talk about how important your comeback rate is. It's not about failure. It's not about how many times you failed. It's about how quickly you can recover and come back from the failures. So if you run a business, you know that it's crucial in business and in health. So if you're in charge of hiring in your company, it should be in every job description to have a fast comeback rate. Whether you're ready to make your next important hire or you need some rehiring tips, Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you your best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make sure your search is that much easier. Also, you only pay for what you need. This is huge as an entrepreneur. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. And we know that speed is so important sometimes when you're hiring and trying to scale. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash happy. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com slash happy. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. So when we can meet the need for certainty by fundamentally knowing that every single time we use our breath, we're able to activate this felt sense of safety and peace in our body, that's going to meet our need for certainty. And then ah, everything else feels a little bit more manageable. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. 
Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. I am so excited about this podcast today because Sam Skelly is one of my favorite speakers, such a great friend. Uh, she is a seven-figure entrepreneur. She's a sought-after international speaker, best-selling author, and wellness coaching expert. She founded Both Hungry for Happiness, a movement that helps people experience true t- transformation and happiness through trained certified coaches who utilize emotional and energetic coaching techniques and pause breathwork, which has a mission to unite humanity by helping people breathe, feel, and thrive. Samantha has revolutionized the weight loss and self-help industries by examining the individual and underlying causes of food, body, and self-love issues. You guys, I had her on the podcast quite a few years back, and it was one of everyone's favorite podcasts. She has a shared mission on an international platform with appearances on Global TV, Shaw, NBC, CBC, and Elephant Journal and The Prevail Project. Samantha continues to spread her message and transform the lives of tens of thousands of people through her programs, worldwide international retreats, motivational speaking engagements, the popular Hungry for Happiness podcast, and her best-selling Hay House book, Hungry for Happiness. You guys, I'm so excited about her new book coming out. We talk all about that and all about really tapping into using breath work for a form of so many of these underlying issues that people are dealing with. So let's get started. Sam, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for coming on the show again. It's been like, how long has it been? A couple of years? Three years? Three or four at least. Yeah. People loved your episode. I actually feel like I still get people who like tune into your episode. I have no idea if they ever message you, but hopefully. (laughs) I love it. I love it. They let me know. It's amazing. So, okay. I want to, because last time I talked to you, which we've talked in between this, you guys, this is just just for an update. Sam's actually uh, taught at um, my Bliss Project event. Then you were at Event Love. Um, Mm -hmm. I've gotten to see you all over on other people's stages. I've gotten to take um, some of your classes, get to experience some of your magic with your breath work. Mm -hmm. Um, And just your speaking, to be honest, like you are magical in breath work, but you are really a powerful speaker. And it's probably because you're really grounded in your practice. So with that said, we're going to be talking a lot about breath work, kind of being the new yoga, like you were talking about and how this is truly like an integration of the, all the personal development work that potentially you've been doing that maybe you don't feel like you're embodying yet. Mm. Yes. Yes. So tell me about that journey because you started out more Mm. talking about um, emotional eating Mm. and really helping people through that, which, you know, I know that you're a brilliant teacher with that, Mm. but now this has evolved so much. I want to know about that evolution with uh, not only your business, but yourself. Yeah. So I struggled with a really bad eating disorder from 18 to 24. And primarily because everything I tried to do to help myself was putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. It was externalizing an internal problem. Not one time through that journey did anyone say to me, Sam, it's because there's ruptures and wounds in your body that we need to support, that we need to help. We need to understand the the childhood wounding. We need to understand what stories and identities you're holding on to. And so I spent tens of thousands of dollars trying to help myself through this and nothing was really working. And so this was about 10 years ago and I was reading um, Elizabeth Gilbert's E Pray Love. And she talked about how she went to Bali, she went to go to a healer and everything changed. So I told my mom, I was like, mom, none of the stuff that I'm doing is helping me. Like I'm still struggling with food every single day. I wake up counting calories. I'm addicted to exercise. Like Lori, I I was like in the gym two hours a day, you know, and then did fitness competitions 
so that I could keep myself structured. It was just every single thought was the calories that I'm eating, how much fat I'm burning, what I'm going to look like. Every single motive in me was coming Mm -hmm. from this deep place of fear. So my mom's like, go ahead, go do that. That sounds great. So I go to Bali. I researched the exact healer that Elizabeth Gilbert went to. And oh, he, he, comes out, he comes out of his like sweet little house in his broken English. He pokes me with a few sticks and he just turns to me and he goes, your brain is broken. <laughs> oh my God. He said, he said, you think too much. And I'm like, I know all I can... like." It, this was at a time in my life when I felt two things in my body. I felt either complete numbness or anxiety. There wasn't this like variability in my emotionality whatsoever. It was just complete numbed out. So I left the healer. I went to the this meditation center. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this meditation thing again. I hated meditation because every single time... I, I would sit there and my thoughts would be rampant. It would just mm. be like thought after thought after thought. And you have to think about not thinking. That's crazy. And not, <laughs> not, not just that, my my ability to actually feel my emotions was just non-existent. My body felt like a really scary place to inhibit. Like it felt really uncomfortable to be in my body. And so I kept myself hyper distracted all the time with all sorts of addictions, food addiction, work addiction, exercise addiction, everything. And so... I was like, maybe meditation will be different in Bali. So I I went to go try and do this meditation class and I ended up uh, missing it. I was late or it was canceled or something. And the next class that was on the agenda was a breathwork class. Hmm. And so I I, I looked and I was like, breathwork? Like, what what is that? Like, surely that's just breathing. (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm like, you brought work right now. Plenty of it. Yeah, exactly. I've been, I, at the time I was doing it for 20 years. I think I'm okay. And so I was like, whatever, I'm here anyway. So I go up to this class and there's this guy dressed in white and everyone's lying down with like pillows and blankets. I was like, this looks like an orgy. <laughs> What's going on? And he comes up to me and he goes, are you ready to go on the ride of your life? And I was like, what are you ta- like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you are gonna feel things in your body that you've probably never felt. You're going to feel super high states of joy and bliss. You're gonna be able to release sadness. And I was like, dude, you don't know me. <laughs> like yeah. I am I am emotionally constipated and have yeah. not felt anything other than anxiety for years. And so, anyways, I lied down and he taught this breath pattern. And within a few moments of breathing in this way, I was like, what is going on? My whole body felt alive again. It felt activated. I, I, I started bawling my eyes out and just releasing just so much pent up sadness and just suppressed emotion from decades of holding on to it. So I woke up from the class and I was lying there. I placed my hands on my heart and... I was like, I cannot believe that my body has the ability to fulfill itself with Mm -hmm. so much love, so much contentment, so much ease. These were the feelings that I was so desiring to feel. And I thought that I would get through the perfect body, the perfect diet, Mm -hmm. the, the perfection that I was striving for. So I left that class and I got on my scooter and I went back to my homestay and I researched everything I could about breathwork. Mm-hmm. And at the time, 10 years ago, barely anyone was talking about it. Even now, like people are just starting to understand what it is. Mm-hmm. I went back to the studio the next day and I was like, Michael, I'm like, why does the world not know this? Like what, like what would be possible if every single human on the planet knew that we had the ability to release anxiety, release stress, clear our minds, get into our bodies, feel this deep sense of mm-hmm. self-love? Like that would be a completely different world. Yeah. Completely different. So I ended up using breathwork every single day to reconnect into my body, to learn the difference. Like what is the difference between an emotional hunger cue and a physical hunger cue? How can I actually tap into my intuition and not just conceptually realize that I have one, but really feel it? Mm-hmm. You know, I I'd follow your intuition. I'm like, I think it's broken. Like it, I just literally don't. <laughs> yeah, I just I've don't. I've been to that place. I, totally I just know. don't feel it, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and 
the reason why breath work is so powerful is because at any given time, there's three things that are communicating to us. We have our mental cognitive mind. We have our emotions, our sensations, our emotionality. And then we have our intuition. Now, when we are trying to listen to our intuition and fight through the mental pillar and our emotions, it's impossible. Mm. Because we're so identified with our anxiety, our stress, and we're yes. so identified with our, with our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the agenda of our intuition is so different than our mind. And this is how we create so much unnecessary suffering because we're constantly listening to our thoughts. So I had access. I call it the pocket. Like I had access to this pocket where I could feel my intuition. I mm-hmm. knew the difference between an emotional hunger cue and a physical hunger cue. So I just started helping people in my life or w- with this, the people who struggled with food, because that's the biggest thing with women and men who struggle with emotional eating and anxiety disorders and all sorts of things is an inability to actually be in our body because it feels really mm-hmm. unsafe. And so I started teaching breath work to help people and emotional eating and body image issues and restriction and exercise addiction. And that's how Hungry for Happiness came to be nearly 10 years ago. Mm. And then two years ago, I got that divine download of like, you need to make breath work mainstream and you need to teach millions of people all around the world the power of this. And so that's the path now. And my, my vision is for everyone to understand that we are our own drug mm-hmm. and disintegrating the dependency, dependency model of thinking that we need something or someone mm-hmm. outside of ourselves. And when we create codependence with the world, we're not actually seeing and, and realizing our power. Mm-hmm. And breathwork gives people that visceral feeling instantly and immediately so we don't have to convince ourselves of anything. Mm. And so that's why I feel like it's going to be just the biggest thing in a few years. Oh, there's there's so many powerful things that you said there and I I've, I've had some experiences with breathwork even in, you know, some meditation classes with mixed in breathwork. Um and then some crazy ones, which I, I think is there a version called Markaba? Is that just another word for breath work? I know I've done that. That's before. like a that's like a very intense, like they also call that rebirthing, which oh, well, I felt that way. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense since I literally, oh my God, crazy story about that one. But mm-hmm. that's for another time. That's for mm-hmm. off this microphone. I'll tell you later. That's just too, too much right now. Um <laughs> but what so I have a, a few things that I want to say and also ask about it. Um so breath work for me, and even just like, just under understanding everything that mm-hmm. you just said was the first time that I realized, like I was sending messages to myself, even just like breathing shallow in my everyday life mm-hmm. that it, that it wasn't safe to be me. I didn't even, I w- didn't associate it to my body. I associated mm-hmm. it to like, it just wasn't safe to be me. And then I realized that I was trying to make my body the strongest and smallest at the same time to try to mm-hmm. like somehow feel maybe that would make me feel better about being me. Um, so there were so many things just going on that I relate to with what um, you just said. And a question that I have around breath work, because I think some of the things you were saying, it's like to, to drop in and be really just, you know, content and in your body. But at the same time, I know that this, that doesn't necessarily mean like you won't want for anything anymore. It's actually, um, you know, I found that different modalities like this have helped me show up even more in my authentic path and in my business and have helped improve whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like some people are like, well, maybe I don't want to be so chill that I'm just like, that's great. I'm going to give up on those desires that mm-hmm. I wanted. So can you kind of mm-hmm. talk about that for a sec? What it helps, what breathwork helps us do is it helps us in a very direct way, fulfill ourselves in the feelings and desires that we, that we crave. Mm-hmm. So contentment, peace, ease, safety, security. Now let's just look at safety for a second. Think about all of the things that we do, all of the distorted ways that we try and get safety. Mm-hmm. I right? just look at money, for instance. There's this perception that if we have a ton of money, we're, we're going to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And when we don't address that our system needs to vibrate to the frequency of safety, 
Mm-hmm. And we don't give it that first. We are going to be constantly chasing safety. This is this is this was the whole thing with me um, controlling my food. I'm like, well, if I control something, if I control my food, if I control my body, then I'll be in control. Therefore, I'll be safe, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. And so, when we can learn how to be the medicine for our inner children and really give ourselves, be the parents to our inner children that we didn't get growing up, then we can be have more discernment on the things that we do because we're not doing it to chase a feeling or to fulfill a wound. We're doing it to expand. And our souls have come to this planet to expand, to grow. And so often we inhibit the growth because of fear, because we don't feel safe, because we're doubting ourselves. And so we we play small and we put ourselves in boxes. And so what this practice does is it helps us to heal our bodies. So the actions that we do take are way more potent and powerful, and we can do way less because we're doing it from alignment. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for some people, they might be listening who've never done breath work and be like, okay, so breath work... Okay, so if you can first explain what that would even be to some people who maybe have never heard of it, yeah. um, but breathwork does all that. Like, how is mm-hmm. it? Are you saying that breathwork gives us just more clear access to our intuition so that we get all the answers, mm-hmm. or is there going to be like some steps and work that we need to do with the breathwork? This is the beautiful thing. You are the content. The body is mm-hmm. the content. So there is literally nothing to learn but there's a lot of unlearning. So what breathwork does is it shows us like, oh, you have this identity. That's not actually you. This is who you really are. And it keeps pointing and keeps pointing and keeps pointing to who we actually are. And so the, the purpose of it is to... It's, it's a revealing like who we actually are is already within us, but it's under layers of conditioning and programming and fears and stories and identities that are not us that we've absorbed or taken on because it's how we thought we needed to be. I thought I needed to be a fitness competitor in order to feel, you know, like I thought I had to be all of these things. I thought I had to, you know, it, it, the list the list goes on. And so there's two types of breath work. There's there's bre- there's integrative breath work and then there's meditative breath work. Mm-hmm. So integrative breath work is think of it as like breath work for relaxation. We integrate it into our day while we're working, while we're doing the dishes, whatever. Then there's breath work for transformation, which is a longer journey. By the sounds of it, it's what you went through in that rebirthing experience (laughs) where we lie down and we breathe for, for 20 minutes or more and we go into an altered state of consciousness. And what the body is doing in that period is it's unearthing and releasing a lot of stuck emotion that has been trapped in our bodies forever. Mm. So... As we go through life, we are constantly being traumatized. <laughs> if you're human, you're traumatized, right? Yeah. And so where something will happen and the the system's like, I can't process that. So I'm just gonna shove it down. I'm gonna shove it down. I'm not gonna let myself break down. I'm not gonna let myself cry. Maybe you were always the strong one in your family and you sort of had to hold everything up. And so you never gave yourself permission to actually process and let go and release a lot of that sadness or pain or anger. So breath work allows us to go to those places. The breath is so intelligent. The body is so intelligent. All we have to do is breathe and Mm -hmm. let the body run the course and let the body do the work. And so there's a deep intelligence in the body and a deep intelligence of breath work where we don't have to think about how to feel better. We just, in order to feel better, we just got to be better feelers. We got to increase our capacity to feel. And that starts really small. You know, people say, Sam, I'm afraid of being in my body. I'm like, all right, we'll do one minute of breath work a day for a week and just begin to open that window of tolerance. Mm-hmm. But everything is, Everything that we need in order to feel the highest states of fulfillment and ease, it already exists. We're just blocking it because we're holding on to so much that's just archaic and not in alignment with who we are. So good. How does breath work do all that? Like, What is it actually doing in your body? Yeah. So what it, what's happening is when we breathe in that very specific pattern, we are activating our 
limbic system, which is the house of all of our memories and emotions. And so when we activate that part of our brain, it gives us access to remember and to process and to let go. So a lot of times people will see visions of their childhood and something that they have not let go yet. And then in the session, they can cry that out. They can release it. They can they can let it go. What it's doing is it's it's adding... It's We're going into something called respiratory alkalosis where we're adding just more um, energy and oxygen into the body. So it's allowing us to see things in a different angle. It's also shifting... We're... we're kind of going into a, the sympathetic state in order to activate more of the parasympathetic. So when we do that, the mind is not so on guard in fight or flight, mm-hmm. which allows us to settle deeper into our parasympathetic, our rest and digest. So we can feel more and not think as much because the mind is not sort of hijacking the emotional experience, which, which tends to happen often. Often, like majority of the day for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. now we have devices that are, if our brains weren't enough, we have devices that constantly make sure that we're in that fight or flight. So absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it's like really learning what is activating us and putting us in that sympathetic because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's aging us, it's creating chronic anxiety, it's creating stress, it's creating inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. So we got to just slow down and chill out and, and spend way more time in that parasympathetic state. And breathwork mm-hmm. allows us to do that. Okay, you're going to love this. Let me tell you about my secret weapon for learning new things and getting ahead. You guys, it has been hard for me to find time to sit down and read like I used to with starting a new company. And I know so many of you have massive goals, families, and so many other things going on in life. So when you don't have free time and you can't work on personal development, there's an incredible app that solves this problem. You guys, I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique. It works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. It takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and it condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. So successful people like business leaders are well-known for reading a lot of books. Leaders are readers, and Blinkist is made for busy people just like you who want to get to the main points of the book quickly so that you can start using it and implementing it right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. So I like Blinkist because I take it with me all of the time during my workouts. I can get through so many different books and get the main ideas in a short amount of time just on one walk or on one run. So I want to tell you that right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash happy, try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. So with Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want and all for one low price. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash happy to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25%, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash happy. Why are people getting frustrated with, you know, all of the personal development work that they're doing and not feeling like they're really like doing anything yet? Consumption without integration creates frustration. Mm-hmm. And so people are doing all the things. They're treating personal development as just like another thing on their to-do list. And we're really missing the point. With the work at Pause and Hungry for Happiness, my intention is to like really shift the narrative in the personal development industry. And rather than using so much brain power and, and thinking about all these things, how can we just get into our bodies and start integrating? We got to feel in order to heal. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of barriers to feeling people are are really afraid of being in their bodies. But when we can slowly introduce the body back into that felt sense and we can stop doing all the doingness and really just be in a state of beingness, that's where the work begins. 
The work begins in the body. Everything I do is the bottom up approach. So rather than trying to do like a whole bunch of like, I need to change my beliefs, I need to do this and mindsetting our way through. It's like, how do we viscerally shift the system so that our beliefs take care of themselves because we've shifted the the story in the body. Mm-hmm. And we do that by really clearing out a lot of stagnant energy, really understanding how to feel, really permissioning ourselves to go to the places that we've been at war with for years. Mm-hmm. And that is the path of, of not only... Um, Deep healing, but sustainable healing. Mm. I'm sure people listening have gone to, you know, a like a something, gone to a seminar or, or done some sort of deep dive, and they're like, okay, this time I'm going to change for good. And then, like a year later, they're like, oh man, right? I'm back. It's because we're not integrating the body's wisdom into the transformation, and that's the sustainability piece. Mm. Is this for mm. everyone? Um, like, will you know if you practice it if you're like, yeah, I don't. I don't think this is my fave or should you keep going back or what do you think? This is a really interesting question. So when you ask, is this for everyone? If you're someone who has had a ton of trauma, you've got to start really slow because the, the, what we want to avoid at all costs is, is obviously re-traumatizing. And so breathwork is a, be- is a beautiful remedy for people who have trauma, but you've got to start really slow. I really didn't like breathwork at the beginning. It was work for me. I'm like, man, I feel incredible from this practice, but dang, it's a lot of work. And my invitation there is just notice the part of you that's blocking you. And like, what is the story of that? Of that, you know, I call it a protector. Mm-hmm. What is the story there? And so my protectors were like, man, this is a lot of work. I don't want to do this. I don't want to feel. And so really just like checking in with your system and checking in with yourself and constantly asking your intuition, not your mind, because your mind may drive you away from it, but your body knows the truth. And so really being intimate with like the yes and the no in the body. But yeah, at first people either are like, this is the greatest thing ever or like, this is a lot of work. I don't know about this, but just really, (laughs) really like letting your body decide. Oh, I love that. All right. So tell me why people are choosing this now over yoga. You know... They're still choosing both. Yeah. Some are starting to choose this over yoga. There is a there is an a very instant like return on investment I guess mm-hmm. where it's interesting I'll I'll share this in a story I, I did a a workshop um at the end of last year and it was like 30 people and this woman came up to me after and she was like Sam she's like I've been in therapy for 25 years working on this one issue mm-hmm. and she said I feel so clear and open. And she's like, I had, I, there's no way I could have ever gone there through therapy and through talk therapy. And, and I, I I really do believe therapy has a place and I, I love it. And I don't think it's one or the other. I think it gets to be both. But the reason why people are people who try breath work are like, this is my thing is Mm -hmm. because every single session there is something that comes up. There's a lesson. There's an aha. There's a clarity. There's a lightness. There's every single session that they do, there's something different that they get to integrate. Mm-hmm. And so it progress equals happiness. And when we feel like we are progressing in something, we want to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, well, and especially for people who are like, I've tried, I've tried the whole meditation thing. I just can't do it. It's because it takes a long time for us to practice and practice and practice and practice and sit in silence and think about not thinking and disconnect from our thoughts that most people just kind of give up. They're like, man, I want the results of this thing, but like the work to do it is just not worth it. Um, And so when they try breath work, it's just so immediate. And the beautiful thing is, is we can do like three minutes of breath work, then go into a meditation after Mm -hmm. the mind has been released and relaxed. And then it's super powerful. Hmm. You Mm. know what? I did that for 30 days once and I don't know why I stopped. It did feel like a lot. (laughs) That's what everyone says. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'd gone to a Tony Robbins event and you kind of had us do that like before meditation and so I just did the method that we had learned yeah. and it was amazing. Like Chris and I both did it to the same song every single day for 30 yeah. days. It was freaking amazing. I had so much clarity and then I just stopped. So <laughs> I need to, 
Was it was a couple of years ago? I need to start again because it was really it? was. It calmed me. It, so I just want to share with everybody. Like that's what it did for me. It just calmed. It, it took everything I was thinking, and chucked it out the window, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, I'm just mm-hmm. here, and none of that matters right now." Yeah, it didn't yeah. Mean that it made me go like, "Oh, nothing matters. I feel amazing." It was like none of that matters right now. Like now, absolutely. I can, like hear myself. For absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Before I do it, I'm like, man, I got to like send all those emails and I got to get back to these people and I got to do all these things. And then after breath work, I'm like, oh, actually, I don't have to do any of that stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it takes the reactivity out of life and it reminds us what actually matters. Yeah. And in my experience, nothing else has been able to give me that reward. Mm-hmm. And so even now when I'm at work and I get an email and I'm, my whole system's like, oh man, I just like, I want to get reactive about this. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's take 90 seconds and do some breath work and then let's respond. And I'm like, oh, that's actually not a big deal whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's like when we are in our cognitive mind operating in our sympathetic, everything seems urgent, important, and like the yes. end of the world. And then when we tap that parasympathetic and we, we view it from a, a completely new vantage point, everything seems so manageable. It's like we can, we can hold it all and it's not heavy versus when we're in our sympathetic, every little thing feels like a burden. Yeah. It's like a true superpower tool, meditation, breath work, whatever mm-hmm. you find that thing is that kind of like immediate that calms you down to be able to let go of what feels important mm-hmm. to get clarity on what is important. Like that... Mm-hmm. That discernment. Yes. And <laughs> please just bless me with that. Like, <laughs> seriously. And I think right now, more than ever, mm-hmm. we are craving certainty mm-hmm. and safety. Yeah. You know, it's like 2020, man, just stripping the floor from underneath us. And people are feeling very untethered and they're looking to the external world to try and meet their need for certainty. And it's not there. Yeah. And when we don't have that need for certainty met, it's like we got to figure out how to meet it in another way. And oftentimes when we're trying to meet it it, from fear, we're going to choose things that are not good for us. You know, So when we can meet the need for certainty by fundamentally knowing that every single time we use our breath, we're able to activate this felt sense of safety and peace in our body, that's going to meet our need for certainty. And then, ah, everything else feels a little bit more manageable. Mm. Because 2020, my friends, has been a ride. (laughs) And a half. And a half. (laughs) If you've ever been to Great America and you've seen the ride and a half, don't ride it. (laughs) Not going to be good. (laughs) So I want to know about what you're what you're working through right now if you're open to sharing that uh-huh. like with through i know that you know you obviously are an advocate for breath work so what is coming up and what are you working through like what's something that you're like i see you i hear that oh my gosh what we're doing oh my gosh well, oh god i feel like it's something different every single day what yeah. i'm really working Same. through right now is is um how to be a good leader for my employees. Mm. It's just not something that comes natural to me. Yeah. And working with team dynamics is like such an edge yeah. of like, how do I intimately care so much yet not take on their emotional experience when someone's having a meltdown? And it's like, it's so hard for me right now. <laughs> you yeah. know, like so that. hard. Mm-hmm. And I... um you know, I have this like fantasy that like, oh, once I have everyone trained and I have all these systems and boom, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to work. And it's just not the case because I'm dealing with people every single day in an industry that's very emotional. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so for me, it's really about how can I have energetic boundaries to really be anchored in my true essence. So I am not a sponge for other people's emotionality when they're having a meltdown. Yeah. It's so interesting because what makes you so good at what you do is what makes what you do so hard. Dude, dude, seriously. (laughs) I'm like... It's feeling, right? It's being really mm -hmm. in touch. It's being really intuitive. It's being so in your body that you can Mm -hmm. almost see and feel and know when other people, what they need. And it's just like... 
oh my God, that can be a lot like separating, right? That boundary, that energetic boundary of like, I, I see that and that has to be yours. Yeah. And I'm definitely a recovering people pleaser to the point where if one of my team members is having like a day, I will go into overcompensation mode and like fix it. Uh, and I like, I'm at the place now where I notice these patterns and I can take, take a step back and go, this is not what it's actually about. It's, it's something deeper. But man, is it ever a journey and the biggest point of personal development? Mm. Holy Shiza. The first year of my relationship was that edge for me with Eric, where I was not used to men that are so emotionally available. And because of my abandonment wounds, I was sort of trying to um, ruin the relationship, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And so I actually, it's interesting. I actually, yeah, you and Chris are just such beautiful examples, you know. And and um, I remember going through my last breakup, and and then I went to your house. I think Chris and I were recording or something, and I'm like, boom, that's the vision that I want. Mm-hmm. And who do I get to be in order to welcome that love in? So thank you for that. It's awesome oh to have that example. I'm so happy that could be that. Yeah, and and <laughs> so with with him, it's like it, it's like wow, here is someone who is so emotionally available. And so here and so present. And it was almost like there was a part of me that was like, I need to ruin this. <laughs> no, I totally know. I tried that with Chris in the very beginning. Yeah. A long time ago, but I did yeah. try. It's like, I need to, I need to sabotage this because this reality yeah. does not fit my blueprint. Like, yeah. I got to get rid of this guy. He's too good for me. He, he, he doesn't validate the, the story that I have that, that everyone leaves, you know? Yeah. So that was like, <laughs> and so using breath work to like, really heal those abandonment wounds was like the first like that was last year and now this year it's like really stepping into this level of leadership and this letter level of discernment with with my team and my employees and as things are growing it's like i just need to build that capacity to hold you know mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> god relationships of any kind work personal mm-hmm. anything they are just yeah they're always revealing all of these great things to us <laughs> You know, and, and I and I think the more the more that I just it's like my priority is my work, my personal work, my spiritual work, and everything I do is secondary to that. And if that's constantly the priority, and I put more value on that than I do the business, everything, yeah, then I'm winning. And then I can use everything as a container for growth, and I view it as growth and something that's happening for my growth, not to me. And so that's been a that. Shift has been such a beautiful reframe. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Mm. Um, so I want to know this journey of your book mm. because I know this is going to help a lot of people. So tell me a little bit about the book. Yeah, so I finished. I just finished, and it's about to launch the second edition. Yo, it was like. So, so the first book, so I did Hungry for Happiness, like the first edition, Lori, I wrote it in, in 90 days and it was up on Amazon, self-published, but a bing, yeah. but a bomb. So easy. This one. Oh my God. Mm. I think because I just cared way more. Yeah. And so I really took myself back to the days and the places of when I was in the struggle. And I really wrote from that area and that emotional um, contraction. And so this book has been a labor of love. It is just... I poured myself into it. And it was emotionally exhausting. It The only time I can write is at 4 till 7 in the morning. So it was like physically oh, wow. exhausting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I just know as I was, you know, getting up at three forty-five to write, I'm like, this is going to help millions of people who struggle with food in their body, and I'm like, I want to make this the go-to book for that. And so it's really a mixture of story, a lot of story, but then very tangible, tangible, executable tools that people can embody and really begin to shift and really understand like what are we actually hungry for what is our emotional needs and how can we actually fulfill them mm-hmm. and so the book is really a a a journey 
to the self and into the self. And every chapter is, is, is really geared on giving people tangible tools to be able to embody and clear through a lot of stuck trauma and wounding from our childhood. So it's, and it's not just for people who struggle with food and body. That's the, that's the question I'm getting a lot. Like anyone, like if you struggle with anxiety or perfectionism yeah. or whatever, it's like the tools are relatable. Food is just like the socially acceptable drug that people use. But maybe your drug is, uh, I don't know, something else, you know? Yeah. Dating unavailable men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Totally. Whatever you're probably not loving that you keep going to, that's your drug of choice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A so. lot of us, it's like a new Netflix series right now. Yeah. That's, yeah. Just find that balance. Okay. <laughs> so I'm so, I'm so excited about your book. This is like, it's going to help so many people. And I want to know where we can mm. find you, where we can mm. follow you, where we can get the book. Yeah, definitely. We, we so, can get it right now. Like literally yeah. you guys can go and order Woo! it right now. Yeah. And when you do, you get access to my 21-day meditation series, which is 21 Ooh, days cool. of food and body meditation. So you can read the book and then you can go through the meditations as you're doing it. So if you just go to hungryforhappiness.com slash book, it's all there for you. And I'm also super active on Instagram at Samantha Skelly. And then if you are up all up in that breathwork stuff, pausebreathwork.com <laughs> has all the, the breathwork goodness there. Amazing. We're going to link that all up. Thank you so much. I always, every single time I talk to you, I'm always like, all right, yes, either that did work or I'm going to try that or whatever that is. So thank you for um, just reminding me. So I'll I'll shoot you a text when I'm doing some breath work again. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. It's going to be a weird text. It's going to be a voice memo and it's only going to be me doing breath work. I'm like, she's either having sex or doing yeah, some breath you work. You have to guess. I'm not going to tell you. So. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, as always on the podcast, what we love to do for our guests is to make sure you tag them, tag myself, and let Samantha know what your biggest takeaway was from this particular podcast. So make sure you let her know what your big takeaway was, your big aha. And of course, if you're getting the book. So you have to tag Sam, tag myself, and we want to see who is listening to the pod. So you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. 
go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.